Thanks for tuning into this episode, BBB Presents Ink Queen, featuring Tammy Harris, co-owner of Deviant Designs Tattoo Studio. BBB Sarah Kemmerer talks with Tammy about owning an ethical tattoo studio and what it takes to create a positive environment for personalized tattoo experiences and memorable body art. Hi, Tammy. Thank you so much for joining me today. Of course. So as you know, and our listeners know, what are your favorite small businesses in the tri-state? Well, my favorite small business, it's actually called a stroke of art. So I'm sure you know of the painting classes that people take. Yeah. Yeah. The lady that owns this one, she's amazing. She's a sweetheart. Like I've taken my mom, my daughter, my daughter's friends, and they actually have, um, she does like date night painting Mm -hmm. to where you and your date can do a painting together and then when you bud them up together it makes one painting it's really oh, that's cute so cool so yeah I've, I've made the husband go with me to do one of those and that was pretty interesting <laughs> what painting did yeah, you do it's, together it's a lot of fun um pretty much just like a red and yellow sunset with trees and the chairs and it, it's really pretty sounds really lovely pretty. well thanks for yeah. sharing I'm excited to oh, check no it out problem. yeah she, she's awesome I love her so we've never had a tattoo shop before on the podcast. So mm-hmm. can you tell me a little bit about Deviate Designs and what makes you different than other tattoo shops? Um, to be honest with you, I think the reason that me and my husband are different is just because we're just a little small private tattoo studio. Mm-hmm. Most of the time we're appointment only so we can deal with our clients one-on-one and make sure they're getting what they want permanently put on their body for the rest of their lives. That's kind of important. <laughs> but I mean, when you tattoo people, you spend a pretty good amount with them, pretty good amount of time with them. You, you learn about their lives and their experiences. They learn about us. So you almost become family with these people because you spend a lot of time with them. Yeah. So yeah, most of our clients, they're, they're family. They help us out. They support us. Like we have amazing clients. I love it. It, It's, we make it a fun experience. Oh yeah. Well, so just, Mm -hmm. I, I'm not very familiar with like going to a tattoo shop. So let's say if I were to get a tattoo, like right here, I see that's a very common area. How long would that take? It depends on what it is. So normally what we do is people will text us. They'll tell us like what they're wanting, where they want it and how big they want it. And then they'll send me pictures of what they're thinking. And then I draw it up, send it to them, make sure they like the way it looks and all that good stuff. And then when they come in, we place it on them to make sure they're, it's exactly the way they want it. Yeah. Um, but the price really ends up depending on the detail into it pretty much like how much time it's going to take us to do it. Got it. Okay. Well, thanks That's for explaining. Well, of course. <laughs> I'm sure you've seen everything in the, on the planet. Pretty much. Yeah. Under the sun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Things that I probably shouldn't have seen, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, how many years have you been in business for? Um, Deviant Designs has been in business for almost seven and a half years now. Yeah. Um, but I've been tattooing almost 15 years now and my husband's been tattooing longer than that. Okay. How did you get started in the field? Uh, well, I've always been an artist, high school, went to an art college. Mm -hmm. Um, and then when I got out of art college, I realized that what I wanted to do wasn't going to happen. So I grew up in a very strict 
household religious. So yeah. you didn't get your t- tattoos, you didn't get piercings, you know, all that stuff. So as soon as I turned 18, I went crazy. I went and got tattooed, piercings, everything on my 18th birthday. And I just liked it. So yeah. that's when I started thinking like, holy crap, like this is an art form. So if I could figure out how to do this, like I can, I can make this work. So I started looking into doing tattoos back yeah. then. And like me and my husband were just dating at the time and all the tattoo shops that I went to and talked to about like doing an apprenticeship were so rude because I was female. Really? Oh yeah. Like, uh, gosh, 20 years ago, yeah. there really weren't any female tattoo artists. Well, I was going to say, so, I mean, just yeah. now, like, it's not common to see, it's it's more common to see a female-owned tattoo shop back right. um, now than when you started. And even when you opened in 2014. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, so the way I got into it was, okay. you know, because we were young and naive. We didn't know. We thought if you owned a tattoo shop or you did tattoos, that you had to be good at tattooing. Yeah, we found out that was wrong. Really? <laughs> so, you would think. Oh my goodness, girl. Yeah, it, it's bad. So um, we got messed up Okay. by a couple of tattoo artists. And then, then the process was trying to find a tattoo artist that was good enough to fix the tattoos or cover them up. Okay. So in that process, we found a guy and he was good at the time. So he started fixing our tattoos, covering up our tattoos, doing all that good stuff. And we mm-hmm. pretty much became family with him and his wife that owned the tattoo shop. And through years of being friends and hanging out and all that stuff, he asked my husband if he wanted to be an apprenticeship. So I would, was like, do it, do it, do it. That way he can learn and teach me after he got good. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what happened. He tattooed for a couple years and then that whole shop went bust and another tattoo shop opened and he mm-hmm. got a hold of my husband and I asked him if he would help. So we started helping and that's how I got started. <laughs> so then you kind of learned from there and then that, then that's how you opened your own tattoo shop. Yes. Yep. Pretty much. Cool. So <laughs> Like what made you, since, I mean, you've been with so many different tattoo shops and different apprentices. So what made you want to open your own tattoo shop? Well, (laughs) the tattoo shops that we were associated with, and there are, there are a lot of tattoo shops like this around. I'm not saying all of them are like this, but most people that have been in other tattoo shops will totally agree with this 100%. So normally, especially if you're a female, if you walk into a tattoo shop, there's usually a young female at the reception desk Mm -hmm. and you almost get the feeling like you're bothering them. They don't want to mess with you. They're rude. And normally there's just a group of like the tattoo artist friends just hanging out and talking. They're rude. They're Mm -hmm. crude. They make, they make the clients feel uncomfortable. So the tattoo shop that I was working in at the time, it, it was, ridiculous like every woman that walked in the shop they felt like their goal was to see their oh my gosh yeah yeah. that's not good at all girl I'm telling you it's crazy so I would get very angry and yell at them and explain Mm -hmm. to them that that's unprofessional like I don't care you shouldn't do that like this is a professional (laughs) tattoo shop correct but they didn't see it that way. They see it as you're coming to them for their artwork. Therefore, they can do whatever they want to you. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just a negative, negative energy mm-hmm. in general. 
So yeah, I, I like when we opened our shop, that was the first rule I made. I said, if you wake up on the wrong side of the bed and you are not in a good mood, don't even bring your ass into the shop. <laughs> like stay home because people, when they come in, they feel that negative energy. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I want this to all be positive and a good experience. And if you woke up feeling like that, they're not going to get it. Right. So and that tattoo home. is on you for the rest of their life. So you Forever. want them to have a good experience and a positive attitude with, exactly. who, um, with whoever is tattooing them. And the better you treat people, they send everybody they know to you. That is a good point. Yeah. Word of mouth is so, so I'm like, important. I, yes. Like word of mouth is how we get all of our clientele. Yeah. Like we have never had to do any kind of, any kind of advertising because everybody does it for us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's amazing. And I don't understand why other tattoo artists do not understand that concept. Yeah. And well, I also <laughs> wanted to bring up that what I, what I love about you all is that you are allowed you and your employees are allowed to say no to certain people oh. who want like a tattoo. And I feel like that's unheard of. Um, yeah. cause once again, you've probably seen everything under the sun, but oh, yeah. I wanted you to talk about if you could like, mm-hmm. what's the process of saying no, if someone comes in and can you give me just a few examples? Absolutely. So with me being a female, I know a lot of females have this thing in them to where you, like I can look into somebody's eyes and I can tell if you're a good person or not the second I look at you. Mm-hmm. So if somebody makes me very uncomfortable, like I know they're a bad person. You like I like get that get like hug. feeling in your stomach. You, you just like you get a feeling. very bad feeling. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So I just, I kind of give my husband the look. Like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like nah, this guy is not good. Like I don't like, so <laughs> my husband will work it in to the conversation. And then once they get rude, because they normally do get rude, we ask them to leave and never come mm-hmm. back. But if it's a nice person and they're just wanting a tattoo that we know they are not going to be happy with in say 10 years. Yeah. Because like, we've had people that have wanted like absolutely racist tattoos. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, first of all, I'm not putting my name on that. And that's yeah. the way I explain it to them. I say, that is my name walking around. So if somebody walks up to you and says, hey, who did that tattoo? And they're not asking you because they like the tattoo. They're asking you because they're like, whoever did that should be ashamed of themselves. Oh, absolutely. I don't want my name on that. (laughs) So I I explain to them exactly why I do not want to do it and why I feel uncomfortable doing it. And they can try another tattoo artist to see if they can do it because I'm not. Okay. It's that easy. Like you just have to be open, like open conversations with people to let them understand how you're feeling how they're feeling, get it all out in the open and then be done with it. That's all what, you can do. Yeah. What about like locations? I know that um, we've talked before and you said you, you won't ever or rarely do any like face or neck mm-hmm. tattoos of that sort. The main reason that is, is because most of the people that come into the tattoo shop that want their hands done and their necks done, we've had a few that want face. We don't have too many people that want face mm-hmm. tattoos. Thank goodness. <laughs> But it's usually young kids. And, and I, like my husband had a hard time understanding it at first because we grew up and we learned tattooing like the old school tattooing ways. Oh, what's that? Where, uh, so old school tattooing was you pretty much covered everything on your body that people couldn't see before you would start tattooing things that people seen. Got it. Okay. So you always started on your arms up here and worked your way down. Oh, like the sleeve and then go. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Like you never went to your hands until your whole sleeve was done. Interesting. Okay. 
And then your neck, you never did your neck until you had a full body sleeve. That means your whole body is done. And the last thing to be done is your neck. And then you could work on your face. And whole body, you mean like shoulders, whole body. back. Okay, wow. Chest, I know that. legs, all of it. Yeah, all so that, that was all of it. So that was huh. like old school teaching back in the day. Mm-hmm. So like when we opened Deviant Designs, you know, things have changed a lot of, it, it's, it's become art now and everybody wants to show their tattoos. They don't want to hide them. Right. So I've had to explain to him like, honey, like I understand the way we were taught, but things are not that way anymore. It's looked at more like art now and not a bad stigma. Yeah. So people want them to where other people can see them. So that's why most people go to their forearms first or they want their neck done. And it's like, oh my gosh, like, cause let's, let's take a step back, walk through this right, first and see right. if we want to go through with it. So we try to explain to them, you know, like we basically do the mom and dad thing. Like, <laughs> yeah. what, what do you do for a living? <laughs> mm-hmm. And depending Kinda on their answer. There. Yes. It's like, well, should you really be doing this if you don't know what you want to do for a living or if you're oh, going yeah. into the medical field, you know what I mean? It's a good like, point. Well, also, I think, think I mean, tattoos and you said it's now viewed as art. I think tattoos are more acceptable in the workplace now, but also you still need to be cautious about like what you are putting on your body. So I do love how you are, you both are able to make that decision before Mm -hmm. kind of going through with it as opposed to kind of just doing whatever your client wants you to do. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because people don't understand like it, because we have to explain this to young kids. It's like, it's not even the industry that you're going in. What it's matters in general. it's who your boss is. If your boss likes tattoos, then you can show them. If your boss doesn't like tattoos, then you're going to have to cover them. Mm-hmm. That's also a good point. <laughs> what, what it boils down to, there's no getting away right. from it. <laughs> well, and that's why, so I really wanted to quickly mention for our listeners that you all were a 2019 BBB Torch Award winner. And I think for obvious reasons, woohoo. So what was it like winning the Torch Award back in 2019? Oh my gosh, it was... Honestly, it was like a fairy tale because oh, I did that's not so know sweet. what I sw- I did not know what I was getting into. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> because we were accredited that same year. Mm-hmm. So Chris from the BBB, yeah, he called me and he was just asking me random questions, you know, like what makes your business different from other tattoo shops. And I was just having a conversation with him, didn't think just anything. Chatting. Yeah. Yeah. And he said, well, you know, I think you would be a good candidate for the torch award. And I'm like, what's that? (laughs) He said, it is the biggest honor that the BBB gives out. And I'm like, oh, okay. And I filled out the application and won. Like (laughs) super easy and simple and lo and behold. it, it was crazy. It That's was awesome. crazy. <laughs> oh, I love that. Well, and you just said that, so you've been accredited for three years um, yes. since I, or almost three years, if I'm not mistaken. So yeah, I know that if you go to BBB.org and you search for businesses, there are, I think it's safe to say that there are more like contractors and home improvement businesses than there are tattoo oh, yeah. shops and studios. <laughs> so what made you all want to become accredited? I think the main reason is just because we are different from all the others. (laughs) So the BBB is known for caring. So if you're accredited from the BBB, I feel like that's, that's a pretty good indicator that you're a business that people can trust. Mm -hmm. So I definitely wanted to be a part of that. And I'm so glad I did because I love the BBB and I love doing (laughs) all this stuff with you guys. It's so much fun. (laughs) 
<laughs> oh, that's so sweet. Thank you. Of course. And finally, where can people find your physical location and where can they find to your phone numbers and where to book you online? Well, right now we are in the middle of moving. So, okay. Yeah. Yeah. We, um, the place that we were at for the past seven years, they sold the building, got a new owner and he remodeled the whole thing and kicked everybody out. Mm -hmm. So he gave us 30 days to find a new place and for a tattoo shop, that's not easy. No, believe it or no, no. A lot of people do not want to rent to a tattoo shop because they think drugs and parties. Just like a bad stigma. Yes. And I'm like, okay, you people do not know me and my husband. We are the most boring people in the world. Like (laughs) we do tattooing for fun. (laughs) But yeah, we finally found a place in Withamsville. Like it's just two miles from where we were. Not a big deal, but we're still in the process of getting the health inspector out there to inspect it and open us up. So as soon as that's done, we're going to let everybody know the location, but they can also find us at deviantdesigns.co, not com. Take the M off. It's dot co. Dot co. Um, yes. And then Facebook, it's Deviant Design Cincy with a Y. And then everybody can text me 513-240-4802. And that's how we usually get the process going for a tattoo. Fantastic. Yeah. Awesome. Well, Tammy, <laughs> thank you so much for joining me today. I'm I you love learning. I love having our listeners learn about Deviant Designs. Uh, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Sarah Kummer with your local Better Business Bureau, and I will talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to this episode of BBB Presents. Until next time, connect with BBB Cincinnati on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Don't forget to check out local businesses and do your part by leaving reviews at BBB.org.